Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. That's all you need or from your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. It's just me. (laughs) John apparently uh, forgot how to use StreamYard. So while he's dealing with technical issues, couldn't keep you guys waiting. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, Hopefully, John will join, but we will see. If not, solo gym wrap-up show for you tonight. Um, Again. If you want to send in a question, Super Chat feature is available. A lot to talk about, even though the Padres aren't winning. Got swept in a two-game series by the Mariners. Um, I, I, we talked about it on John and Jim today. What's up, guys? Yeah, a Jim, a Jim solo show while John is, I don't know what the hell's going on with John. It's like, he doesn't know. I don't know. Uh, just the phone decided to shit itself. Um, and yeah, so, yep, the Jim Rush show. What's up, guys? How you doing? What's up? Yeah, John is soft. It's funny, too, because I actually, I was eating dinner, and I was getting my laundry done, and I texted John. I was like, hey, can we start at 9.05 tonight? And he was like, adamant. He's like, no, we're starting at, we're starting at 9. We're starting at 9. I got in at like 9.02, and John is like scrambling, and he's like, dude, my thing's not working, bro. My thing's not working. So I was on time. John, on the other hand, just failing miserably right now. Yes, I am running everything tonight, possibly everything tonight. Uh, Sam, yeah, we will... uh, (laughs) I don't think there's many good things to say about Grisham, but we will definitely talk about him. Put in the chat where you guys watch it from tonight. Um, I will get to most of those and put those on the screen. Oh, I see. I see. I see some. <laughs> nope. He's all he's all messed up. We're potentially going to have John Schaefer join the chat. I think. I don't know. Vista. Nice. What's up, Matt? Welcome. Exactly, Ben. John is very... Okay. Here I am. Okay. You know what? Dude, what the hell happened, bro? On. I have no idea. Why does your like, no idea. internet not work and your everything not work? I think I was connected to a wrong... Like My internet's like the Padres offense. <laughs> it's So your internet reverted back to like my internet right. of months ago. Yeah. It wasn't really internet. Did you tweet about this show or no? No, I've been trying to do a show real quick. I was starting. Tweet, and then... Let me let me you, you tweet about this. 
Or do you want me to tweet about it? Why don't you tweet about this? One I'll time. Tweet about oh, yeah, dude. One time. <laughs> When's the last oh. time you <laughs> someone hey. I, did, I did that on I said that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. One time. Jim was the reason to... this this thing started late, by the way. Oh, I already said why. I said that I was eating and finishing up laundry and that I asked you if we could go at 9.05 tonight and you were like, no, no, we're doing it at 9. And then I get on here at like 9.02 and you're shitting the bed over there and I don't know what the hell's happening with your phone and it was a disaster. Correct. Yes. Correct. Yeah. So stand by. We are here. Stand by. Everybody stand are we by. Here? Yeah, we're here. We're, we got a lot for you guys. We're going to be here for yeah. the next hour. We're just getting settled in. Let us know where you're watching from. Jim will pull that up. Yeah. Um, yeah. As always, we, we appreciate the Supers. We'll get to all the Supers here tonight. Uh, we appreciate the members, by the way. If you're a member, you can use those custom emojis. If you're not a member yet, please click the Join button down below. We'd love to get some new members here tonight. If you want to click that Join button down below. Oh, very nice. Fourth of July in Fort, Fort Worth. There we go. Mm-hmm. Stand by. Sorry, guys. One of those years. One of those weeks. Exactly. What did Manny Thank say? You. We need that Manny thing. We need that. We need to play that Manny clip. That he's like, clip. what a fucking week. Yeah, that's what we need. Uh, Marty took that video, right? She did. Yeah, I'll Thank have to look at. I've been busy. I've been okay, hold on. Before show. we get started, before we get started, because I have no clue what Jim said. Whatever he said, completely discount. I don't. I don't agree with whatever he said. But I didn't by say the anything. Way, we're gonna have two winners. We're announcing two winners tonight for this cap giveaway from Parks and Normal. Stick with us for that. We'll okay. Okay. Two winners of that. Uh, we'll announce those on the chat here tonight. Uh, also, obviously, as you make your way into the chat, please subscribe. We have year-round Padres content for you. The only requirement if you're a Padres fan, if you want to support this channel, is to subscribe. Hit that notification bell for us. Smash the like button for us, despite the fact that the Padres lost here today to Seattle at Petco 6-2. And also follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you want to make sure we get your comment, you can use that super function. And again, we appreciate all the new members that have rolled in over the last week. You guys, custom emojis, badges, custom content as well um, on the wrap up show. You can click that join button down below. And now let's get this started, Jim, with Cam. Uh, Cam says, I just want to say F. Padres are completely exposed when starting pitching doesn't show up. Grisham and Haas defense sucks and our bullpen is ridiculous. Thank you for the show. Thank you, Cam. I agree. The bullpen is ridiculous. Um, the offense sucks ass. Um, Grisham and Hosmer are doing nothing. And it's okay, Cam. You can say it. Say fuck. It's okay. Just just go in the bathroom or wherever. Go in a, a room where you're all alone and just yell the F word. It's okay. And we have the F emoji if you're a member. Yes, it's called. It's the, if you're a member, you get the F emoji. Custom F emoji. Yeah, custom F emoji. It doesn't say the word, but it, we know what it is. Kind of does. Uh, darn. It's the, it's labeled the darn emoji. So if you become mm-hmm. a member now, you get the special fuck emoji. Let me say this. Let me say this about this super from Cam. Grisham is guaranteed nothing other than having this role until AJ Preller addresses it. Is that going to be addressed at the trade deadline or not? I have no idea, but I don't think he's guaranteed anything beyond AJ Preller potentially making a move. In regards to Eric Hosmer, I would say the same thing. I mean, we read something today from David Schoenfeld at ESPN.com that said Eric Hosmer is unplayable 
at first base right now. His was words, not ours. Wasn't me. And he didn't even mention the $21 million he makes this year. He mentioned it, but he said it was, despite the $21 million, he's unplayable. He had like a 560 OPS in June. I mean, he's been that bad of a player. So it's the for the fourth consecutive year or third consecutive year. Can you move Eric Hosmer? Not without attaching a high-level prospect or potentially a starting pitcher to him. Can you move Trent Christian? Yeah, probably. What is he returning you? Who the hell knows? But um, they got work to do. Like, A.J. Preller's got work to do. He's got four weeks to do it, but he's got real work to do. Oh, no. You trade Hosmer. Manny's feelings are going to get hurt. I don't fucking care anymore. This is not about feelings. This is about winning. Winning. What's when about? you win, everyone's happy. When you lose, nobody's happy. And guess what Hosmer contributes to more than the other? That's losing. Because he doesn't do anything to help you win. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? I don't know. Uh, let's get to Jesse in Hawaii. Jesse, thank you for the super. As you guys roll in, thank you guys for the supers. We'll tell you about our partners. Again, it's a great way to support this channel. If you want to make sure we get your comment, you can use that super function. Hit the dollar sign down below so jesse in hawaii says this and i agree with him uh and jim does as well i don't even need to hear from jim preller will be fired if the season tanks again i think what jesse's saying is if this team finishes under 500 and misses the playoffs you don't get a third crack at it in 2023 nope and we all want this to work we want preller to you know finally get a team in the postseason in a 162 game season and it finally pay off like all these moves that he has made finally pay off. I mean, is it going to happen? I don't know. You can't you can't sit here and tell me right now definitively that this team is going to make the postseason. Can you? No, not definitive. No way. No way. No. I mean, now I, I do think we think that they're going to make the postseason? Yeah. I, I we we think they're going to make the postseason, mm-hmm. but it's not a surefire lock like the Yankees or the Dodgers. Correct. Well, obviously. Yeah, so this thing is up for grabs. Um, now, do I think that they're going to turn it around and like kind of weather the storm? I do, but I do think it might it it has potential to get maybe a little worse before it gets better, which is which sucks. Yeah, you never like saying that because you're playing the Giants this week and you're going to Colorado for four. You're playing Arizona for three, and then right out of the All Star break, you're going to face New York in New York. Oh, by the way, Max Scherzer is back. So you're going to be facing him one of those games. But I I don't know if it's really going to get better based on schedule. Like, if you think it's going to get worse because of schedule, what makes it better in the second half? They still play the Dodgers a zillion times. I'm not meaning by schedule. I mean, you get Tatis back. Hopefully, you make a couple trades here and there, and that will make things better. Not schedule-wise, because the schedule actually is brutal (laughs) when you look at it. Like, August, you can manage, but September, dude, if they are not playing good baseball heading into September, that will be a problem. This is like deja vu all over again. I mean, I hope it's not. These are the same things we said last July. It's like, hey, you need to take advantage of these opportunities right now because September's going to be tough. And then they had one of the worst stretches to close the season in baseball history for a contending team. Um, so I just hope it's different. Anthony, thank you for the super. Thank, thank you for you, your Anthony. membership and support. Uh, Anthony says that he would take Myers in center. I mean, uh, I, I would need to see Myers healthy before we put him anywhere, probably. Um, I, I don't know if it's a better – you know, it's probably better than Trent Grisham the way he's played on the whole this year. Um, yeah. And I think Trent Grisham defensively has been awful 
specifically recently and offensively, he's been better, but nowhere near the caliber of player he should be. So Myers maybe, if healthy, is a slight upgrade, but they need more than that. They need more than Myers. They need more than Mazzara. Well, once um, Tatis gets back, you're going to have an outfield of Profar, Tatis, and Myers if everyone's healthy. I don't know if you will. I mean, Tatis is going to play center field every day. I mean, most days. Is he? Or is he going to be half the time in center, a quarter of the time at short, and a quarter of the time at DH? Well, it kind of depends. And he's not – I mean, Kim gives you nothing offensively, but at least he gives you something defensively. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you can maybe justify it why you have him in the lineup. Grisham's not doing either right now. Right. So the easy pull is Grisham in center. Correct. Correct. I just don't know if Tate. Okay. So when the All Star break ends, there are 68 games left. So at that point, you move Grisham and plug in Tatis. It's hard to move Grisham if you're going to substitute him with Tatis, right? Because he's been injury prone and he's literally never played the position. I mean, isn't it crazy how this whole thing has gone down with Tatis as far as like, oh, we're just going to put him in center field now? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You say last year is a shortstop. Like, what the fuck are we doing? You signed him to this massive deal to be your shortstop, and then all of a sudden you're putting him in center. Like, I again, I'm fine with it. I'm not upset that he's in center. I just find it very, like, I find it the whole thing just crazy how he's now, like, an outfielder. I think it's still more short-term than long-term, but I think it's based on his health. And, and like, I think he recognizes can't build it's because this organization and Preller can't build a fucking cohesive roster. I don't think that's why Tatis is going to be playing in center. I think Tatis is playing in center because he can't stay healthy right now. And they're recognizing that. And it's probably more taxing to play short than it is to play center. It's crazy to me, dude. That's crazy that you get that, that, that he's like, by the way, he can't play short anymore. Cause well, no, they, no, nobody said that he can't play short. I mean, he's coming off like a real wrist injury. I know, but the fact that you're not putting him at short because you don't trust him and you're scared that he's going to get injured again, that True. to me is like, that's uh, I do not, think not great. I think he'll be there eventually. And, and honestly, I don't think he provides more value at short than he provides at center, if that makes sense. Like, I don't think that's like, the most value. Exactly. So I don't care what position he's playing. And by the way, I think defensively, he could probably be a damn good center fielder. Just like I think defensively, he could be a damn good shortstop, theoretically. As well, he just needs to stay on the field. I, if he stays in the field, I don't care if he plays any position. <laughs> I don't right. care if he plays left field. If he stays on the field, I really don't. Right. It just, you know? it's just like the the value you get is from him at short. But I understand. no, I disagree completely. Why? A power hitting all star MVP candidate at shortstop. A power hitting all star MVP candidate uh, like Mookie Betts. You know, I, he, I don't see the difference. Where is he better at? I don't know. We've seen him at center, what, like one game? That's <laughs> you know? true, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I still think he's going to play a lot of short for this franchise. I just don't know if he's going to do it this year. Yeah. What do you guys think? I mean, is it an issue moving Tatis from short to center? Where do you want to see him play? Put short or center in the chat. While you do that, we want to tell you guys about Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, our title sponsor. I've been texting back and forth all day with Mark. If you have auto, home, renter's life, earthquake insurance needs, Mark Nimitz is your guy. 
He's your San Diego insurance agent. I have my homeowners and my earthquake insurance through Mark Nimitz. He can save you $750 on your insurance just by switching. As simple as that. He's a huge Padres fan, huge, massive Padres fan. Um, he's also a San Diegan. He's also a great insurance agent. He's got great service and communication. He can save you hundreds of dollars right now just by switching your insurance. If you ever have a claim, he could potentially save you thousands and thousands of dollars. His website, there's a link down below. Here it is on the screen. You can get a quote and all the information you need at his site. But if you support this channel and you want to support a local San Diego business, please consider Mark Nimitz for your insurance needs. All his information is above my head on the screen at all times. Phone number and email address, mnimitz at farmersagent.com. Reach out to him. Let him know that John and Jim from the Wrap-Up Show sent you. Well said, Jim. Well said. I know. I know. Mark it first. Yeah. Here's uh, here's the uh, our buddy Ben Fadden who could Wally Pip, Jim, at any point. Just kidding. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, ben says, uh, I want him to be healthy and hitting in the lineup. Don't care where he plays. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't care either. I'm just pointing out the fact that it's like. It's weird. Whoa. You know, you tell me two years ago when he signed, you know, yep. last year, you're like, oh, by the way, he's going to be playing center field uh, predominantly. You know, like, what the fuck? Like, what? Right. It's not the fact that he's like, I'm upset that he's out there. I'm not. Sure. I, I don't care. I'm just finding it. It's just crazy to think about. He's only 23. You're right. If you, I mean, if you take a, if you take a step back, how this guy was a shortstop, and now they're like, oh, by the way, you should be an outfielder. I mean, does it open up long term, long term short for Abrams? Is that something that we should even concern ourselves with today? I mean, he's playing a little bit better at this point. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, Jesse, thank you for the super. Thanks, Jesse. And he says, "DH Tatis put Voit at first, keep Kim at short." I mean. Listen, I understand that sentiment. If I was doing that, I'm probably putting Abrams at short. I'm putting Voight at first. And I'll DH Tatis if it means keeping him healthy. If I have to do it, I would do it. I don't know if I need to see Kim every day. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I don't need to see him every day. No. It just goes back to you got a bunch of pieces that right now are not performing. And it's the entire lineup. Lineup has let the pitching staff down mm -hmm. in this six and twelve run here. And and yes, the pitching staff hasn't pitched great in his last eighteen games. But guess what? This pitching staff got them to seventeen games over five hundred. Right. Maybe one time the offense could have like a two week stretch where they just <laughs> fall out mm -hmm. and help the pitching staff, and especially the bullpen because the bullpen is being just destroyed right now as well you know the offense is a major problem but i feel like the bullpen is also a major problem mm -hmm. not to the extent of the offense because obviously you need to score runs to win games but uh the bullpen is every time someone comes in it sh it feels shaky and it does and you feel nervous the entire time like there's not been one point in literally probably maybe the last month where i felt calm about the bullpen holding a like a one run lead. Well, I mean, shoot, ever ever since they blew that six run lead, which is our which is during this stretch of what six and twelve playing the last eighteen, it's like man, yeah. that's a huge problem. Even today, like really? I didn't like, and I said at the time, um, I didn't like using Taylor Rogers down four two in the ninth inning, but I understand it because he needs to get work and they have an off day and they're trying to keep it probably four two in that spot. I hate using closers 
in an on-closing situation, whether it's a tie game or with a lead, specifically at home. And I don't know if it backfired or not. I, Taylor Rogers, you look at his numbers here recently, Jim. I'd have to pull it up. I bet his last 10, 12 appearances, he's got a six-plus ERA. I guarantee oh, it. His ERA right now, I think, is like high threes, like almost three five. He went from a lock for the All-Star game to maybe in the All-Star game. Not that that even matters. But, yeah, he has not pitched. Again, he loses a feel for a slider very quickly. He becomes very hittable. John, this is um, his first time ever in his career being a full-time closer. I think he had a half a year, right? He had 20 saves. First time for a full year to be a full-time closer. Yeah, he it's not easy. Saves. I mean, that's that's he asking a lot. Saves last year. I think he had like nine. No, no, no. He had 20 saves previously in a season, didn't he? Uh, or did he have 20 career saves? Let me check here. He had... Uh, um, okay, you're right. 2019, yeah. my bad. You're right. 2019, full-time. Okay, my bad. Oh, I was wrong. Did he have 30 saves that year? It's 30 saves. Jeez. And then yeah, two nice straight years year. where it was like, eh. But yeah. that year was really good. But no, okay, I'm so with one, you. I mean, one year. He's been very hittable. And he's also hit batters. And he's also lost control of his slider. You know, I don't think he's some lights out closer. I think he's had a nice year. Um, and I think he's been very hittable over the last month. And I think he needs to mm-hmm. find what he's lost. Otherwise, they're going to have a new closer, <laughs> you know, potentially right. in the second half of the year. Like, I mean, it would be nice if, like, I don't know, Drew Pomeranz would be healthy one time. That'd mm-hmm. be cool. It'd be cool if Robert Suarez came back. That'd be nice. Sure. Um, you know, it'd be nice to have those pieces in the bullpen. But instead, it, it would. Drew Pomeranz is an overpaid, always injured, not efficient bullpen piece. And Robert Suarez, you know, um, he's injured right now. So what are you going to do? So here we go. Here, here's what it is. This is Taylor Rogers over his last, is this the last 15 appearances? Uh-oh. Over his last 15 appearances, he's got a 753. Ooh, and I could, splice uh, that. I could splice that closer. He's probably like a nine ERA over his last like 12. You know, I could find something worse than that probably, but MLB.com yeah. last seven, last 15, seven, five, three, um, where he does have seven saves in those 15 appearances. But I mean, he's got a one, four whip in his last 15 games. He's got one, seven whip in his last seven appearances. So he's been bad and yeah, it needs good. to be addressed and they need to add a late inning guy they don't have to add a ninth inning guy right now but they probably need to add an eighth inning guy that has closing experience would be my guess yeah it's a lot of shaky parts a lot of shaky parts yeah no there are there definitely are yes we're talking uh, about rogers sam yeah as you guys make your way in um again we appreciate you hanging out please subscribe we have your on padres content for you please hit that notification bell you'll be notified when we go live uh please smash the like button for us please follow us on twitter at john schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Um, also, please consider the super function. We'll make sure to get to all the supers here tonight. You can click that dollar sign down below. Also, you can become a member by clicking the join button, getting custom badges and emojis. Sam says reliever ERA. I mean, Sam, I understand what you're saying. It's not the end all be all, but I think you would agree. He has been very hittable and pedestrian over the last handful of weeks, right? Forget that. I would not want my closer going out there with a five ERA. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> like, right. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. Can't tell me that ERA doesn't matter. 
Well, he's saying his whip is concerned. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, won seven whip in his last seven appearances. I get it. It's only seven appearances, but that's playing with fire. Putting two yeah. men on base every inning, trying to protect one and two run leads. Right. It's a problem. Uh, Jake, thank you for the super. Thank you, thank you guys. Thank you, Jake. Uh, Jake says this team is playing like absolute trash in all facets. Let's talk about that for a second, Jim. So bad base running, yeah. poor fielding, yeah. not running hard out of the box, yeah. lackluster offense, yeah. poor relief pitching. Starting pitching yeah. has not been the same as it was maybe the first two and a half months of the year. I think there's something to be said for what Jake is saying. I mean, the, the wins over these 10 games are what? They had a shutout win in Arizona, which was nice, after blowing the 20 nothing lead. And right. then they had the come from behind win against the Dodgers, which was very nice. It was, it was very nice. But those are your two wins: a come from behind win, where they were left for dead against the Dodgers. Who envisioned that? And a shutout win against the Diamondbacks. Those are their wins over the last eleven days. And you go back to the series against the Phillies. Mm-hmm. You had one win in that series. Yep, blew a couple of leads. Blew a couple of leads. Blew that big lead on uh, Sunday afternoon. So. You know, the teams have these types of stretches in a season. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. We talked about this today on John and Jim. Like, yep. You're going to go six and 10 in the 16 game stretch, six and 12. You're going to go two and eight in a, in a 10 game stretch, right? It, it, these things are going to happen. But that being said, there are trends that have been going on throughout the entire year, right? And that is the offense, production, slugging, power, home runs, non-existent with this mm-hmm. team. Just not there. Um, why they were 17 games over 500 was because of the pitching. Pitching is going to eventually, in a season, dip here and there. Like, if you look at the starting pitching right now, Musgrove, his last couple starts, I mean, the start in L.A. was good, but still gave up three runs. I mean, it's hard to even, like criticize him i'm not going sure. to but like manaya the other day got lit up yep. darvish the other day got lit up clevenger today you know gave up uh snell was good against the dodgers 100 but he's he's up and down the entire year mm-hmm. gore it's been good if you don't face the rockies um and martinez is now a bullpen piece so maybe one, t- one time can this offense pick up the pitching staff now do i think this is gonna like continue and like be a, a, a slide for the rest of the, the rest of the season like no they're gonna hopefully knock on wood oh turn around and go eight and two in a 10 game stretch you know pretty soon yeah i don't you know i look at this lineup jim i mean i i just do and i'm not overly optimistic that they're gonna go eight and two over a 10 game stretch could they go five and five or six and four of course they could because they're pitching and i know they're pitching carry them the first couple of months but this lineup is worse than it was the first couple of months why because manny machado isn't healthy and Manny Machado yeah. was MVP caliber for two plus months, and he has not been since tw- returning. What's it? What was he hitting since he got returned? Like four for what? Twenty five or something. He just doesn't look. He just doesn't look like himself. I know he's no. had a couple of doubles, including today. Um, I know he's been playing in the field. I give him credit for playing. Marty Caswell talked about this today with Darren. You know, is it smart? from a team perspective for him to be out there when he's not fully healthy, if it prevents him from getting fully healthy and playing like he did the first couple of months of the season, I could argue it both ways. Again, I think he gives you more even at 40% than he would if he wasn't out there and you had whomever playing third base, Hassan Kim. I do believe that it's just 
When I see all these swings and misses for Manny Machado, I'm really concerned. When he's striking out with men on base, it's very problematic. Um, so it's just, I don't know. Hopefully it's solved. Another off day. Maybe it's good for the ankle as well. We're going to get further and further from the injury. He's going to get an all-star break. But you just can't wait, Jim. You can't wait for Machado to get going. Mm-mm. You can't wait for Tatis to get healthy. You can't wait for A.J. Preller to pull the string in a move. Like something's got to happen sooner rather than later, or you give up your three-game wild card lead in an instant. Well, like it's it either series to the Giants this weekend. It's either Manny on one foot or Matt Batten. <laughs> right. No, you I know? get it. I get it. Like it's not even a question for me, but it is hard to watch because um, you know, he's had multiple opportunities since he returned where he just hasn't come through. And you gotta say how you gotta tell like it is, like. Manny's struggling right now. And you're probably saying, well, that's because of the ankle. Yeah, it probably is because of the ankle. But there it's just you got to have him out there, man. You can't you can't go. I mean, could you imagine honestly, John, if the worst happened and Manny was like out for like the year after that after that Sunday in Colorado? This would be this would be way worse, way worse, right now. way worse, way worse. Des- despite record, I mean, it could even be like a game better than now. You'd still be freaking out. It would be a disaster. So many on one foot, you still feel like kind of confident, right? Like his bat in the lineup, regardless of how if he's injured or not, you take it over Matt Batten. Like, give me a so break. Of course, I mean that, that's of course. Um, but with all that being said, can they produce? and win at the same rate that they did the first two months if he's only an average player. Now, he's going to play better than an average player. Well, I'll say this. Here in the second half. Has it has it hurt his defense? I, you tell me. I don't think. No, I mean, he had that very lackadaisical error the other day. That Hosmer couldn't pick, yeah. Yeah, but that's on Manny. He get, yeah, make a better throw. Yeah. But also, I, you, I think, I, I think, at some point, you have to trust your you, – I mean – at some point, can the first baseman pick up yes, somebody agree, that throws a bad throw? Agree, but that was not a good throw, right? Right, I mean, but if if and I would say that if Hosmer, like, you know, I don't know, picked up his fielders when they make bad throws. Well, sometimes he does. I mean, I agree with you. I think he's an average fielder. Maybe he's below average fielder. Eric below average I don't think he's the wor- I don't think he's the worst defensive first baseman, and the numbers would indicate that. No, he's not the worst, but. Um, He's just very. I think we talked about it today. He's like he's just he's very odd. Like it's just a very weird. You watch him and it's like not smooth, and he's doing stuff. You're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. No, I get it. Listen, I mean, Hosmer's made some terrible plays at first base this year. Don't get me wrong. Um, and I think Hosmer's defense, or excuse me, Machado's defense is obviously elite. Um, I think they're asking a lot of Manny Machado right now to not be fully healthy, to be playing in the field, and asked to pick up a lineup that is. So who's that? Who's that on perform? Who's that on? I mean, honestly, it's Brian Manny. You can't sit him. He wants to play, you know? Well, it, that, that's on one Preller for building this. I mean, the way he built this roster is just like, are you kidding me? Like, we all went into the season thinking this. Like, this is going to be. I remember the first night we had the first game. I was like, it's going to be a struggle. This <laughs> offense will definitely make you want to pull your hair out. Mm-hmm. This entire season, it's going to be up and down, but there's going to be the, the, the downs are going to feel like way worse because of how bad it will be at times. And then you got to blame the players, especially because those guys have not stepped up and it's really bad. 
Yeah, I mean, this lineup, and Bob Melvin said at postgame, if you missed it, he was basically like, you know, we're going to need everyone to produce, which is yeah. code words for saying we have no one that produces. <laughs> right. Because there's not that feared hitter in this Padres lineup right now. Like, even Seattle, a team that has struggled to score, has someone like Ty France who's been out. They have whomever, Rodriguez, who's unbelievable, um, who's hit 15 home runs this year, by the way. He'll be an all-star. Yeah, so it's like they don't have a lot. I got two home. They got two guys that have hit 10 home runs this year. Just – it's not a lot. I mean, no one's pacing for more than like 22 home runs on this team, Jim. Or 23. Like, like Tatis has a legitimate shot to lead, to the, lead team the team in home runs. In home runs nah. And play 57 games. Even that is like crazy. 20-something home runs in 50-something games. Maybe. I'd love to Maybe. see it. I hope it happens. Like, dude, Victor Caratini has like seven home runs on the year. <laughs> right. He'd be like third on the team in home runs. No, I know. This, this offense is tough to watch. Right now. Like, yeah, you think? This offense is really tough. And the problem <clears throat> with it for me is that there's no easy, quick solution to it. That's the problem. It would be one thing like, oh, Machado's out when they get him back. Yeah. They'll be better. Oh, Tatis is out when they get him back. Right. They'll be better. But there's, Tatis there's, has been out You're just sitting forever. here thinking. You're like, what can they do? And there's no real drastic move. I guess the biggest drastic move you can make is... You Trey send Hosmer. down Grisham and you bring up Ruiz. Yeah, I mean that's a drastic move. Yep. That's a big now, move. Now, don't even get me started because you know who else is in the minors right now? It's kind of playing well, and that's your boy Robinson Cano. Yeah, I mean none of the minor league numbers. I mean some of these. I'm, I'm high on Ruiz because he's performed at multiple levels and he's a young prospect. That, but I, the AAA numbers I'm not enamored with. You know, Matt Bat. Did you see one of it? I know Matt. Give me a break. Did you see one of uh, Cano's home runs the other day? And he just like watched it and then yeah, I did. the picture. That's yeah. pretty funny. Okay. I did. Nobody has hit. He's hit. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll see him at some point. If there's an injury, would be the reason I think we would see him mm-hmm. at some point, would be my guess. Um, okay, we have winners, by the way, for this cap. Yes. Who's the winner? This cap right here. Oh, yeah. Good job. Wait a... Look, this there one up here, Jim. That hat right there. Yeah, the hat way up in the sky. You see it? That's a good hat. I like it. Okay, this awesome Parks and Normal Mexican Legacy cap. Paying tribute Perfect. to both Mexico and the Padres. Here are your winners. They are Esteban Barajas. Oh, Esteban, are you here? He's been in the chat a number of times. And Max Reyes. So Esteban Barajas and Max Reyes, you'll get emails from us later on tonight or tomorrow. You've Perfect. won this cap from Parks. There we go. Thank you guys for um, entering to win. And hopefully we'll have some more giveaways for you coming up. Over the course of the summer as well from Parks and Normal. Very nice. And here come some supers rolling in. From Jesse in Hawaii. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Jesse. Appreciate it. This isn't Moneyball. Probably needs to stop uh, playing gold and sit at these games and wit. Oh, stop paying gold and sit at these games and witness what's going on. <laughs> right, 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 right. You're saying Preller? Oh, <laughs> uh, probably, yeah. Dude, it's not. I know it's not Moneyball. You paid $230 million for this payroll or 200 and whatever. Yeah, but I think to his point, like, does he need to be more hands-on with this big league roster? Um, As opposed to scouting Kumar Rocker in, you know, the New York Penn League in upstate New York? Oh, dude. It's it's hard. It's kind of like... You can't afford to wait, man. And there's, there's like, you just can't, like, you know... And you're not the only team, by the way, that's out there, like, we can't wait on offense, you know? There's a bunch of teams, right? There's it's not just the Padres, right? There's other teams out there that are dying right now. 
but with, Jim, the, with the lack of offense. Hear me out for a second. Here's the thing. He doesn't have a choice. It's like if this was a poker, the poker analogy is this. He's so all in. He's so vested that how can you not kick the tires right now on Josh Bell? Again, I, I get it. It might take weeks. Nats are going to hold Josh Bell and get the best offer. Right. How can you not kick tires on name an outfielder? I don't know if it's a slugging outfielder or not. If it's Andrew Benatendi, who's not a slugger. But, well, know, that's the thing, and you're right. Kick you're, tires everywhere. You're right. And you're probably getting from the teams that you go out and look at. We're going to wait. Yeah, give us We're, a week. Give us, give us a week. week. We yeah. want to get the best offer. And that's yeah. that's what they should do. <laughs> right. Because they know that that the offense is a pre, is not a premium right now in baseball. And it's guys mm-hmm. like Andrew Benatendi and Josh Bell, those guys, you can get something for them. So mm-hmm. why, why, if I'm those teams, am I going to trade them now if I know, if I, or if I'm thinking to myself, I could probably get bet something better. You know? Same thing I mean, with Loriano. Right, like, exactly. Loriano is like, the best example. Like, why am I going to, like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait this out and get a better deal. Right. Because the A's are sellers regardless. So the time doesn't matter, but they want the best deal possible. And also, Loriano, as good as he is capable of being, has kind of been an average offensive player this year without power. Yeah, Very he good has defender. four home runs. Right. So I think he's an upgrade. Yeah. I just don't know how much of an upgrade. Let's get to Jake here. Thanks, Jake. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate it, man. Just walked into CVS in Tempe, Arizona, and another Padres fan chased me down to ask about my park and normal. normal San Diego hat. Told him about the wrap-up show. Thank you. Well, Spread, we appreciate that. Spreading awareness in Arizona, baby. Is this the? I think this is that cap, right, Jake? The Parks and Normal San Diego team cap. I think this is that cap. I'm wearing it right now. If you guys want to check out their products, awesome, awesome site. Check them out. Google Parks and Normal. Tons of San Diego Padres gear. They've been very good to this channel. They've been great to this channel. A uh, number of our viewers have won products and caps from them over the last couple of weeks into the last month or so. So make sure to check out Parks and Normal. Also, Friars Till We Die. They've been huge supporters of this channel as well. Yes. Check out Friars Till We Die. Yes. dot com as well thank you guys for your support of uh john you're gonna hit, can you do the show for like a little bit alone i need to go get my laundry <laughs> do it do it absolutely Seriously, i'll be right back your, yeah go get your laundry i'll be back uh, again as you guys make your way in a little bit of a reset here uh this is the wrap-up show with john and jim without jim because he's going to get his laundry uh we're going to be with you here please subscribe we have your on padres content for you hit the notification bell smash the like button for us Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. We greatly appreciate those supers. It is a great way to support this channel. Also, uh, I do want to remind you guys about our membership program, which is now live. You can click that join button down below. A number of you have already become members of this channel. You're going to get custom emojis you can use in live chats, also in comments of me and Jim and different sayings, like you're an idiot and LFGSD and let's go. You're also going to get custom badges, and those update every single month. So the longer you're a member, the more badges you're going to receive. You're also going to get members-only posts. We've posted in there uh, a number of times over the last four or five days. Exclusive members-only content for you here on The Wrap-Up Show. So just another great way to support this channel. If you're looking to do that, The Wrap-Up Show now has a membership program. The way to become a member is click that Join button. It's right next to the Subscribe button. You can click that Join button right now and support this channel. Uh, We appreciate all of our members and everyone who is here in the chat tonight. Uh, want to get to, let's see here. I see Anthony just rolled in with a super, so I do want to get to that. I also want to get this off the screen, and I'm able to do that. Jim will be back, theoretically. Um, okay. I did, you know what? It's funny, Anthony. We, I, we either talked about this on air 
or at a break at the five o'clock hour today. And I don't know a ton about WWE, but Jim showed me a video or a photo of this um, that he wore the San Diego City Connect jersey on Monday Night Raw, which of course was in San Diego at Pachanga on Monday. We gave away some tickets to that on uh, John and Jim last week. So yeah, pretty cool. I know Jim talked about the City Connect jerseys last week. I know I did as well. Um, you know, I, I don't really have a strong opinion one way or the other, to be honest with you, on the jersey. I'm a, I'm a fan of the cap. I think the cap is cool. I don't know if the jersey is necessarily my cup of tea. I want to see what it looks like on field when they wear it Friday night. Maybe it's a good luck charm. Maybe they play well in it. Um, I think they're wearing it every Friday home game for the remainder of the year, by the way. So I give them credit for taking like a big swing. I think it's kind of a unique look. I really do. Is it, again, my cup of tea? Maybe not. Do I like the cap? I do. Um, I, I don't know if Jim likes it as much as I like it, uh, but again, I could go either way on it. I like the brown, you know, I really do. So, uh, but I do think that's cool. And Anthony, thank you so much for the super. Um, also, while we have a moment, doing some housekeeping here, I do want to tell you about our partner, Aura, ORA.organic. You click this take the quiz button down below, and you are getting 30% off your very first order. This is a plant-based nutrition company. All of their products, all of them are plant-based. They can help you improve your health this year. Yourself, your spouse, your children, your family, your friends. They've got health products that can really transform your life. Whether it's probiotics, I take one every single day from Aura for digestion and many other reasons. Probiotics are the absolute best. If you don't take one, you should. Also, they have proteins for post-workout, they have pre-workout supplements, omega-3 oils for you, sleep pills, and immunity pills, everything you could possibly need. The website, ORA.organic, there's a link down below. Their co-founder, Will, is in town right now. He's a San Diego, and he's a huge Padres fan. He runs a great company. Uh, and again, if you're looking to support this channel, please support Aura, ORA.organic, and there's a link down below for Aura as well. Uh, a couple of things related to today's game here as we continue on on uh, whatever night this is on this Tuesday evening. A couple things I've written down. Uh, th this is a team, and it's not hard to, to realize this if you've been watching. I mean, this is among the worst slugging teams in baseball right now. Uh, they are tied for 26th in baseball in slug. They are 14th in the National League, barely ahead of the Pittsburgh Pirates. So this is among the worst slugging teams in baseball. Now, that's not the same when you look at on-base percentage and OPS. It's still not a good offense. It's a below-average off offense. But when you look at slug, right, power numbers, something that is severely lacking with this team and is the reason why for them to piece together rallies right now, it takes two, three, four hits, it's because they're not getting that big hit. They're not getting that put-away punch that other teams are getting. And for whatever, well, I think we know the reasons. I mean, Machado was out of the lineup. His power has been zapped a little bit since he's come back. Tatis is out of the lineup. And nobody thought this was going to be one of the best you know, power hitting teams in baseball, the way the roster was constructed. And it's played out that way now in the middle of the year. So, you know, the, the slug is a concern. And that's the first thing I think I'm looking at if I'm A.J. Preller is how can I address it or enhance it? You're not going to go from 14th to 4th in the National League in slug. Can you go from 14th to 10th in the National League in slug? And how do you do it? Do you do it with Tatis and what? Tatis and who? to go from 14th to 9th or 10th in the National League in slug. But that's you know, that's the number one issue with this team on offense. It's not batting average. It's not on base percentage. It's not even run scored because they've been able to score some runs. I'm on the wrong side, Jim. Sorry. There I am. 
I was just saying the, the number one concern with the offense is not batting averages. I, you know, we can talk about Trent Grisham hitting 180, whatever. If he, you know, if he had hit 16 home runs, but it's it's not the case. They're not hitting for power. They're not hitting for average. Um, and that's the number one issue with this offense right now. It just compounds like when you're not hitting for average, if you're hitting for homers, it makes it okay. But when you're not doing either or any slug or doubles or whatever it is, you're just you become in today's game, it's just not good. I'm echoing why? What's going on? Are you echoing? I don't know. I I hear myself fine, Matt. I think you sound right to me. That's okay. Yeah, can we keep the chat clean, guys? Jeez. Yeah, I just I just blocked whoever was uh, going after Faye for no reason. Also, the, the this I mean, come on, man, calm down. Everyone, calm down. <laughs> it's okay. Jim, mm-hmm. why are you echoing? No, you're you're fine. I think you're fine. Check one two, Mike. Check one two. I didn't do anything. I didn't change. Yeah, anything. Well, I mean, what we are, Lizzie, is a right now bad offensive team. When you have three singles in an inning, and the base is loaded, nobody out, and don't score, it can happen. Obviously, to any team over the course of a season, that will happen. You can ground into a one-two-three double play. I mean, we've all seen that, but it's just bad. Or leadoff doubles, fifth inning leadoff double from Machado. He stays on second base. He never moves. Just yeah, bad offense. I mean, it, it's it's bad situational hitting. Runner at third. Yeah, you just less than two outs. In. Bases loaded, no outs. What the fuck? Not scoring a run there. Exactly. Like that was the game today. You score. You you you, you had an, a golden opportunity to bust it open. That's what she said. And you go. I mean, just three weak hits after you load the bases. I mean, seriously? And then you get now this happened later in the game when they scored their first run. It go they go he goes walk Gilbert goes walk walk 3 0 to Hosmer and the he dude swings 3 0. He got so lucky that Adam Frazier Adam Frazier booted it because that was a going to be disaster. Yeah, why does Hosmer <laughs> he doesn't deserve to swing three. Yeah, what say, are we doing? Three zero green light. You had a five sixty OPS in June. Take the pitch. Load the bases. And the pitch and was let's down. See who, the pitch who, was who, ball. Was, who was on deck? I mean, obviously, no one that's killing the ball. Not Barry Bonds. That's what I'm saying. Like, who was on deck if they would have loaded the bases in that spot? Uh, Whoever was made Arnold, out. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But the, they went one for eleven, I believe either in the series or today one for 17 in the series one for 17 in the series and one for 11 today right correct so is that good mm, hold on oh it was Mazzara that's not it was good Mazzara on deck who had three hits today but not there mm. I mean can we can we move Hosmer down the order please one time like why is he hitting fifth right you want like Mazzara in front of him like if anything, the lineup should be Profar, Cronoworth, or Pro. It should be Profar, Machado, Machado, Cronoworth, Voit, Voit Mazzara, and then do whatever the hell you want for the rest of the. Then order. like Nola, Hosmer, Grisham, Abrams. It's it's not great down it's, there. It's horrible. 
See, this is a good point. And Mark is with us. Mark Nimitz, title sponsor of the wrap-up Mark. show. Mark, thanks for hanging out. Let's get some goat emojis in the chat for Mark. Uh, w- did we talk about this, Jim? When did we see this article about the Padres not hitting fastballs? Um, so the worst team in baseball. Dennis Where was put it out there, I believe, on Sunday we talked about it. Right. And, like, and then the we best... talked about guys that hit fastballs in the big leagues that could be acquired. And the there's a number of them. fastball hitter that's available is Ian Happ. He has like right. a he has like a 620 slug <laughs> against right. fastballs. And then like Contreras was in there. Other guy, Brian Reynolds might have been in there. Like, uh, names we know, right? Names we know the are The names in there. that are, I mean, Loriano's in there. Right. It's the it's the names that are most of them that are going to are on the market. Well, I guess I think it's all of them that are on the market. Yeah, probably. Because why would Dennis but, put like in Juan Soto or something? But but here's the thing. Uh the Padres don't hit fastballs. And truthfully, even getting one hitter that hits fastballs doesn't necessarily change the dynamics no. of it. Now, I'll say this. Tatis can absolutely kill fastballs mm-hmm. um, and doesn't see a ton of them. Machado, obviously, can kill fastballs. If even Machado add- has not hit the fastball great this year. He's slugging below 500 against the fastball. But, but I, for this team, for this team, it's the greatest like thing ever. Hall of Famer. And Hosmer's, still, I mean, Hosmer's slugging like two, 280. Right. I mean, you could see it right now, though, that up and in fastball that Machado turns on. It's hard, like, especially with your front foot. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing, but he's a good Turning on that front hitter. foot, it's it's not easy. Yeah, I mean, they need guys. Forget fastballs, Mark, and I agree with you. I bet you someone that can kill anything. Pitching. Like, can someone <laughs> just hit? Someone that can hit. Um, and, you know, I'm with you. I mean, Loreano, we've talked about, you Murphy, know. Uh, it's just. Yeah, just, I mean. Again, I don't know if it's the elixir. I don't know if it fixes it. It's at least helpful, you know. They need someone that's more accomplished than whatever Adam Frazier was doing last year. He was hit like 500 when he came here. And I do like, you know, how Bob, what Bob Melvin said today, or at least his tone, you know, was asked about the 31 31 games in 31 days, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Like they haven't had an off day in forever. And, you know, the question was poised like, Oh, is this team tired? Or and and to Melvin's credit, he's like, that's not an excuse. Like, sure. we aren't going to use that as an excuse because it's bullshit. Now, that was an excuse last year for Tingler, and then that was an excuse for previously with Andy Green. But none of this, like these are these are major league baseball players. They've gone through seasons before. Like, you know, they're not a young team. There, there's a lot of veterans on this team. So don't come at me with, well, they're tired. Like, no, 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 none of that shit. I don't know if anyone's even saying that. I mean, that's a media question to get an answer, but I haven't heard a lot of fans being like, hey, no, I'll no. give I'll dude, excuse the way they've played because they played a lot of games. If I was dude, I haven't fan, heard that. Fans want a game every day. They don't like off days. We don't like off days. Exactly. Off days are like you're like, what do we do? <laughs> you know? I like more what Melvin said yesterday related to the fact that um, you know, sloppy. The, it's been addressed. Yeah, the, Right, and the fact that he's addressing some of those things and admitting that, you know, he's got room for improvement too, that these things need to be addressed. That's their job. That's the coaching staff's job to yep. address issues over the course of a year that pop up. I never heard Jace Tinkler say that really a year ago. So again, I think it's all positive, but here's the thing. At the end of the day, Bob Melvin's not batting with the count three balls and no strikes and two on and two outs. He's yep. not. Nope. Um, and Bob Melvin doesn't put Fernando Tatis Jr. in the lineup before Fernando Tatis Jr. is available, nor does he improve Manny Machado's ankle, right. nor does he hold leads when it's 6 nothing in the seventh inning, even though we were critical of Bob Melvin that night, including myself. I was. But Bob Melvin has value. Do I think that this will end up the way last year did? No, not really. But is it impossible? Is it impossible that this team has a similar second half to what happened last year? No, it is mm-hmm. not 
impossible because Bob Melvin is the manager. He is not the starting pitcher, the reliever, and the best hitter. When you're when you're given mostly shit and told to make it into a beef Wellington, like <laughs> it's it's you can't do it. And that's what that's good. that's what Bob Melvin's dealing with right now. He's dealt a not great hand. And you know, I guarantee you, give him truth serum, they're writing this lineup out. He's like, Man, this is not great. Like, this is just not great. He's saying it. He's saying I know. It. today. He's even like, more, yeah, even he's like, more truth serum. Like, tell me exactly really how you feel, even though you're kind of are right. the tone and everything. What did saying. they ask him today? They're like, <laughs> when he kind of like laughed the last question, it wasn't it like, could this team use more slug? Oh, yeah. Do you have enough slug? It was like a point blank question. He's like, like no, we don't. <laughs> well, he was like, well, yeah, kind of. I mean, we could probably use more. He said something like that. Probably, um, yeah. All right, thank you, JM1231, for the super, who says, uh, love the show, fellas. Doesn't Julio Rodriguez, J-Rod, look insane? He looks insane because he is insane. Dude, um, was the yeah, game yesterday, and holy shit, that home run. He could be an all-star. He could. He should uh, be an all-star. He's had a really good year. Three and a half war, 824 OPS, 139 OPS plus. Don't you mm-hmm. wish they had a player that was 21 years of age? I mean, 21. Is that right? Is he 21? Jesus. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He's he's the future there. They got him, Ty Fr- What happened? I don't even him, know. Him, Ty France. Like, they got some pieces there, dude. They do. Yeah. And they were good. They're getting hot, man. They've won five straight series. I know. They're, they're good. They're starting to uh, Bob that, Melvin that card conversation. What's up? They're in that wild card conversation now in the American oh, League. Oh, for sure. At least possibly. Uh, Bob Melvin turned crap into golden Oakland. Well, no, because that team had a lot of talent on it <laughs> and they just gutted the entire team in the off season. That team was and is better. That roster last year for Oakland than the roster this year for the Padres. Well, let me say this too. Okay. And I'm a big Bob Melvin fan. I think this team ultimately will be a playoff team. Bob Melvin was the manager of the A's in 2015 when they went 68, 94. Bob Melvin was the manager of the A's in 2016 when they went 69 and 93. Bob Melvin was the manager of the A's in 2011 when they went 74 and 88. You know, he's a manager. He had some really good teams, 97 win teams, 96 win teams. He had very good teams. He also had three really bad teams Mm -hmm. during rebuilds, presumably. So, you know, just because Bob Melvin's the manager doesn't guarantee you a winning record. If you look at his career, he's had more winning, right? He's had more winning seasons than losing seasons, but he's had losing seasons. Like last year's ace team had Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, uh, Murphy. Yeah, they're all gone. I mean, yeah, they're all gone. Uh, Literally, Manaya. Manaya, Bassett. Yep. uh, You know, just that. A lot of Montas. Dude, their team was good last year. (laughs) Really good. Yep. And uh, they struggled to win in the postseason. We know that story, that whatever. then they were 86 and 76 in the short year. They were 36 and 24. They were the Padres in the short season. Padres were 37 wins. A's were 36. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we do need to tell you about uh, Omar Sanchez, by the way. We do. Let me pull that up. Omar Sanchez, Edge Home Finance, our newest partner here on the wrap up show. You see his number right there on the screen. He is your mortgage broker in san diego he is here to help all padres fans with their mortgages simple as that he's our newest partner he's a san diegan and a huge padres fan and he went to san diego state and he supports this channel 
and he lives and breathes on Padres baseball. And his phone number is on the screen, 619-387-7798. Or you can scan that QR code to get to Omar's website. Whether you're looking to buy your dream home, he can help you get you into your dream home or refinance to consolidate your debt. If you're in the process of buying or refinancing and would like a second opinion to make sure you're getting the best deal possible, just call or text Omar for a free consultation, 619-387-7798. If you're a realtor, Omar is looking for local partners as well. But again, if you support this channel, we appreciate your support of our partners, including Omar Sanchez, our newest partner at Edge Home Finance. 619-387-7798. Hit him up. Text him whenever you want. He will always be there for you. San Diegan, huge Padres fan. Scan the QR code, top of the screen there and in the corner of our chat. To go to his website, he'll help you with all your loan and mortgage needs. He is your guy in San Diego. Go to him, 619-387-7798. When you text him, let him know the wrap-up show sent you. So in terms of like, you know, to have the quick conversation again about like Eric Hosmer, can you move him? <laughs> um, because of what Dave Schoenfeld wrote today at ESPN.com. And he talked about, hey, the, the good fit for the Padres, in his opinion, was Josh Bell of the Nationals. He's got this 900 OPS year. He's hitting over 300. Uh, he's got 47 RBIs. He's had this big, big year. Um, I say you circle the wagons again. I know you have not been successful. I understand that. I know they've tried and tried and tried, but it's the job of the general manager to keep trying. And ultimately, not only is Eric Hosmer not producing for this team the way they need him to produce, he's also taking up valuable space. And that space allows A.J. Preller some flexibility that he doesn't have because of that CBT number. At least we're led to believe that. So what does that mean? How do you move him? Are you attaching Luis Campisano or Robert Hassel to him or Blake Snell or Nick Martinez? I'm making it up. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, you at least need to kick the tires on it. I've used that term a couple of times here today. You you can't just say, well, you know what? We signed the deal five years ago, so he's going to be here for the next eight years. I I think you need to still consider all avenues when it comes to Eric Hosmer. I think whatever Preller does at the deadline will be very telling for how he and the front office and this coaching staff truly feel about this roster. If he goes all in mm-hmm. and exhausts every single avenue right. and gets rid of Good Hosmer, point. makes Good a point. big trade, trades off hassle or whatever, then he truly feels like this is their one shot. Not one shot, but this is like their shot to go for it. Chips are in the middle of the table. We're going for it right now. If he makes trades like Adam Frazier, Jake Marisnik, Daniel Hudson to just add pieces, you know, not big pieces, but just complimentary pieces and hope they, you know, hit. And then you hope that the guys you have perform will know that Preller doesn't really, I feel like, have much faith in this roster. Not have faith in the roster, but not to the point of like this team could win it all. You know what I mean? Dude, he said last year, even at the deadline, the writing was on the wall. He's like, we could have gotten Scherzer, but our pitching hasn't been good enough where Scherzer would make a difference. Imagine hearing the exact same thing. We could have gotten Reynolds, but Reynolds alone will not improve our offense no. to the point that we can you know, be a threat. Right. So you're right. That's a really good point. What is he Now, 2020, he went all in. That's, that's what I mean. 2020 yep. traded for uh, uh, Clevenger, right? That was the biggest move. Nola was hitting 300 at the time. Nola's been a disaster, yep. and then the bullpen pieces he got have been disasters. No, there was one that was good, whoever the uh, – Rosenthal was Oh, Rosenthal good was good. So Rosenthal yep. and Clevenger, but Clevenger and I'm getting hurt, so it doesn't sure. matter. Yep. But, like, that that's the mindset you see is how, how Preller goes all in when he thinks this team has a legitimate shot. 
he'll make a bunch of moves. Mitchie, if you don't, Mitchie two bags. Mitchie two bags, exactly. And mm-hmm. he didn't do that last year. And he kind of probably felt like, eh, I don't know, right? This year is going to be the same type of thing. Is he going to view it as, I have to go all in because this is our shot with the with the pitching we have. I need to do right by these guys and do everything I possibly can to improve this roster to the best of my ability and make sure that you know this team is fully equipped to make a deep postseason run? Or is he feel like, well... I don't really want to trade off any prospects and I'll just get a couple, you know, complimentary pieces and we just need the other guys to perform like kind of like the same press conference last year, except he's talking about the offense instead of the pitching. I think he goes, I think he doubles down. I really do because I think he realizes that you think he goes big because I think his long-term, you know, whatever prospects in this organization, I don't want to say it as plainly as that. And I don't think he jeopardizes the organization, (laughs) To win, but I do think he does everything in his power to win at the major league level this year. Because how is he going to play in San Diego mm-hmm. if this happens again? When it was a one in a hundred year collapse, according to Peter Seidler last year, and you're going to have another one in a hundred year collapse. What is this global warming? You know, I mean, you can't have that every single year. He has to produce a playoff team. Period. End of story. End of discussion. I don't care who's injured. I don't care the obstacles. I don't care if this team's on a playoff team this year. It's an, it's a, it's an absolute failure and how you can convince anybody that Preller should return as the general manager is, would be beyond me, Dude, but there's still a lot of time and I'm not saying that he should be fired, right? Like no way in hell. Absolutely sure. not. But talk to me at the end of the season when the dust is settled and we see how this thing plays out. Dude, they keep adding playoff teams. I mean, literally, the last 10 years, they've added, you know, four playoff teams combined in the two leagues. Right. Like the, the back in the day, you're basically you're getting to the point where you're almost already cooked in this division. You're seven games back in the lost column of the Dodgers right now. Seven. Oh, you're done, you're dead, dude. I mean, again, no. it's not done, dumb, but it's like you got so much work to do to get back into the division. Um, but forget about the division because you can make right. the postseason in a number of different yeah. ways, like one of the three wild cards. But if you can't be one of the best six teams in the National League, spending two hundred thirty-two million dollars on this payroll, yeah. then you got a problem. Then yeah, you, you failed. Yeah, you failed. Yeah, you failed. And in back to back years at that point, right. you failed. Right. You but know? you know, give definitely got definitely give him the trade deadline, see what he does, see how this team performs, see if we can get some if you can get some guys back from injury. Hopefully Tatis, you know, is Tatis, and then see how it goes. But again, there's no excuse here. Like you cannot give me the injury excuse. You just can't. I'm sorry. That's not an excuse. No, have the Mets been without Scherzer and DeGrom, and do they have a better record than the Padres? Right. There's no. Have the Dodgers been without Betts and Chris Taylor now and Bauer and everyone? Did the Braves win the World Series last year without Ronald Acuna Jr.? Like, I don't want to hear it. It's it's a moot point to me, and it's, again, excuse after excuse for not winning. Uh, Steve, I'm curious what you mean by this. If you're saying making the playoffs, then bowing out potentially. No, 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 no. I, I think there's value in making the postseason. I really do. I mean, I think the city, you know, is dying for a winner, and there's no way to win without getting in. Now, do I team- think? Now, do I think? Yeah, like he says, do I think they're going to win with what I see right now? No, not really. But a lot still got to get left, in. There's a lot of time left, and you don't know how the team's going to look in a month, right? No it can idea. Completely different. Completely no different. Idea. You know, there's there's a lot of time. There's a lot of time here. We're just in a stretch where we just want to like just this season's over, right? That's how everyone feels in this stretch. But it's just 20 games plus, you know, injuries. It's it's tough. I get it. It's tough. But 
if this team wins 91 games, it makes the postseason or even like 93 games, you know, 87. Um, if they're in seven, that to me is a uh, success. It's successful. It is um, like, I'm not gonna, like to be, Whoa, can you hear me mm-hmm. to be greedy now? Like, obviously, duh, you want to be greedy. Do stupid fucking thing. Keep talking. I can't hear myself. What are you doing? My stupid microphone isn't working. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's my headphone. My headphones. I don't know. What was I saying? I don't even know. Greedy. Oh, yeah. Of course you want to get greedy in the postseason. Duh. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, one team, like if you look at the Giants team last year, is that is that viewed as a like abject failure of a season? Well, of course not. I mean, 107 wins is ridiculous. You know, that's almost a different conversation if you have a year like that. It's then, a different then you're like, conversation. What the hell happened? What did we man? waste? I mean, what an opportunity. Yeah. It was never going to be easy. They played the Dodgers in the postseason. Well, you can, you can make an argument this year if they don't if they don't make the postseason, or even if they make the postseason and get bowed out really quickly, like is that a waste because of the pitching you had? Right. And you're not returning everybody, you know, and who Correct. knows what happens with Musgrove and Manaya and Clevenger. Yeah, but you still just gotta you just gotta get in and I'm not going to call it a failure if they get in and lose in the first round because I understand the dynamics no, of, course of the postseason. Not. It's like Preller, excuse me, Melvin had all these really good teams that didn't win a lot of playoff games in Oakland. I mean, is that on Bob Dude, Melvin? If Those this team with this offense gets in, that's a, that's a win. You got it. That's a no, win. I mean, is it though? But now we're saying it. Well, then you're saying the expectation should not be to get in almost like that, that they're going to have to do work and it's an accomplishment to get into the postseason. Um, I'm just saying, you know, no. No, you're right. Uh, but I still would say like it's a win because of the offense, not the pitching. Mm-hmm. The pitching would be the one like pitch, the pitching. That'd be like World Series caliber. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the shaky bullpen and this offense without Tatis for two thirds of the season. Right. That'd be that'd be pretty that'd be pretty impressive. By the way, real quick on the pitching and, and I'm with you. I mean, the pitching has carried the day. The pitching has been better than last year. You know, going into a postseason series, let's say a five-game series for a second, even a seven, even a three, I'm overly confident in Joe Musgrove. I'm somewhat confident in you, Darvish, because he'll blow up occasionally. Sean Manai is more of a workhorse than a guy that's going to throw six consecutive scoreless frames. Right. Mackenzie Gore's a rookie. Mike Clevenger's coming off TJ. Nick Martinez, forget about that because – you know, you're not throwing them in one of the first three or four games of a series, you wouldn't think. Who am I missing? Like, like Sense Snell. Now. It's like the, there's a there's one really good, you know, component there. It's Joe Musgrove. But, I mean, is that a better rotation than... And he, even Scherzer he hasn't pitched in the postseason before. So, you know, now it doesn't really... Now you've seen pitchers not pitch in the postseason and ball out. It was not like an end of the world, but still. That was a good breakdown. Thanks. I appreciate you. Um, all right. Anything else? I'm just trying to see here. No. No. Off day really tomorrow. Thank goodness. They're not going to lose tomorrow. That's the best part about tomorrow is they will not lose. No, but then Thursday you got the Hall of Fame day, and then Friday you're wearing those you know, pink jerseys. <laughs> so <laughs> It'll be an interesting dude, weekend against the Giants who have not dude, played good baseball. They're going to. I, I don't hate the jerseys again, but they're gonna probably look they're probably gonna look bad on TV. They're probably not gonna look great on TV. Just saying. Yeah. Every Friday home game. I mean, dude, seeing him in person on Monday, 
I was like, they're very bright. They're definitely bright. Even in the they're crowd, very, I see that. They're very bright, dude. I like the cap. I do like the cap. I don't know. I cap don't is fine. Cap is, cap is good. I like the yeah. cap. The, the, the pink is very, it's a dark pink. Like, I don't know. Just whatever. Did we overreact? Maybe. It's kind of our job. Yeah. What do you, what do you want us to be like level-headed here? Come on. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Watch Thursday. We'll be like, this is the greatest team ever. They beat the right, Giants they'll, too. Old. They'll win. They'll win 10, nothing. Yeah. They'll sweep the Giants. And we'll be like, dude, where do we start? Just the kidding. Parade? Just yeah, kidding. JK. Um, Matt got the, uh, hat and socks. And yes, nice. you're welcome. You're welcome. Newbie. <laughs> dude, we need to be on the couch too. I mean, we talk to each other constantly. I'm about to go stuff. lay on my couch right now too. I so. Know. Um, okay, thank you guys for hanging out. Again, we appreciate um, you subscribing. That's all we ask of Padres fans. Please subscribe. We have your own content. Hit the notification bell. Smash the like button. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. You can become a member now by clicking that join button down below for custom emojis and badges. Members only content as well. And please support our partners. Mark Nimitz, our title sponsor at Farmers Insurance. If you have auto, home, renters, or life insurance need or needs or earthquake insurance needs, Mark is your guy. He can help save you $750 on your insurance. There's a link down below for Mark. Aura.organic, ORA.organic. You can save 30% off your very first order by clicking the Take the Quiz button. Their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan like Mark. And Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance, another San Diegan out of San Diego State. Huge Padres fan. You can scan the QR code on the screen right now. He can help all San Diego Padres fans with their mortgage needs. All right. We're going to take Wednesday off. We'll be on the radio. From three to six, talking realignment and Padres. We're not going to take realigning Wednesday. the Padres. We're not going to take Wednesday off for the show. No, bro. We just had Monday off. That's right. You missed like five five straight days. No, I didn't. <laughs> I missed one show. Um, thanks, guys. Thanks for hanging out. We appreciate your support. We are back Thursday night. Padres need a win in the worst way. Uh, Uncle Teddy's going to bring one home during his uh, yes, yeah, his induction. How long? Over or under eight minutes for his induction speech. Over. He's a good speaker, man. He's yeah, but you know they probably gave him a time limit too. Yeah, they probably said you have four minutes, knowing that that means eight. And you know Ted too. He's probably like, screw you guys. I'm going. I'm going to go <laughs> ten. So nervous, man. Speaking of forty thousand people, dude, he does all. He's it's Ted. I know he's he great with that. Flip the switch. Ted is the most charismatic person in the planet it's ridiculous it's amazing he's an amazing speaker he really is yeah he really is all right guys we'll see you thursday night thanks for hanging right. out peace out bye bye-bye say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill